Hello, this is episode 259 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha Riley. This episode is on being called mom and dad. So I woke up with the notes for this podcast at 3am this morning, scribbled them all down and went back to sleep. Welcome to my world. It was sparked by an article I saw yesterday which someone commented on my social media. And as always, the comments were a lot more insightful than the article. There's a real power for people, there's a real power trip in being called mom and dad. I've never called my own parents anything but their first names. And a lot of people find that odd. But they felt that that's who they were before they had me and that they didn't particularly change their lives. I just became part of their world. That doesn't mean that when Mother's Day and Father's Day roll around that I put any less effort into cooking them dinner and finding them something nice to give them and putting a huge amount of effort into handmade cards. But I was struck again yesterday as we both had a lot of people visiting the house how my friends were able to just treat my parents as friends and we were all still the same people in their company. Whereas when my parents had people to visit, I often find that their friends sort of very much put me in the daughter camp. And they actually change who they are. They change the people they are around me. Because they have an expectation to be different themselves around their own children. And I always find this quite striking. And so this this article again raises for me this Cahill Gibran quote that I have shared before and I've often given the profit to, to new parents. Your children are not your children. They are the sons and daughters of life's longing for itself. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts, for they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls, for their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow. So there's this real sense of there not being a power and your children not being an extension of you. And what I saw in this article, which was about trying to change the language of using mom and dad. And the reality is, when I, record, I spoke about this only in a very recent podcast, that there are no norms out there. That there are lots of different stories and different scenarios. And I try desperately to use generic language all the time. Though, I messed up and I'm going to talk about that at the very end of the podcast. So, so as society expands and expands our perception of what a family unit is, it's not this TV idea of this perfect family. We live in the real world and there it comes in many forms. But all of the comments on this article about being more progressive in the language and more open in the language were all about the people writing the comments. It was really like, you know, almost my greatest achievement is to be a parent. Um, My proudest moment is to be a dad. Um, The best thing for me to be called is is mom or dad. It was all about them. It it wasn't at all about the child that they're mentoring into the world. It was a very one-sided comment it was a very one-sided perception of them becoming an identity within that moment rather than staying as themselves which is what my parents have managed to do and as I grow older 
and we integrate our lives and I bring new people into my world and into their world, it's great to be able to be consistent and just be myself. And to have my friends to be comfortable to just be themselves too. And this brings me to a bigger comment, and this is what I wrote, what I woke up to write about this morning. Because there's a huge constraint from society and how you feel. Not everybody has the fortune to be raised by their mother or father, or to even know them. And I've, I've met so many different scenarios. I've met scenarios where people have been abandoned. I've met scenarios where people have died during childbirth. There are There is a multitude of what happens in the world. And you just need to experience love as a child to be able to carry that forward, to be able to not only give love as you grow older in your own relationships, but also to be able to receive love. And there's a real danger when we put so much emphasis on mom and dad being the perfect mix. And the only way that you can receive that upbringing and that forming and that love and that dynamic is almost like society telling you, well, you'll never be quite good enough. You know, you, you will always be different. You, you know, you're not, you're not really one of us. You'll always have a distinct disadvantage in the world. And this is my fear that we have become very obsessed with an image and an ideal for many scenarios in life. And this is going to roll into the next podcast on fairy tales. Like there's a real hallmark style pressure in society right now. So this is not so much um, an awareness of language we use and an opening of the language we use but the roots of the idea that love is love. And you don't even realise that. And when I look at the comments, it's not about that love is love and that you're capable of forming good relationships going forward and that you're capable of being consistent in who you are and authentic at all times. That's what you're missing. So I'm going to finish on my lack of perfection. So it's that time of the month again when I'm looking for support from my Patreon. So I'll put a link in the description. So basically every month at the moment, and when it expands to more patrons, I'll work with more people. But I work with a minimum of one free client, one client who doesn't have a fee to, to work with me and have the same experience. And there's been a real diversity in the people I've worked with. I think I'm up to my third client since I started this. And this time it was a mother who contacted me some time ago about their their own child that they were worried about. And what I often notice is that people will reach out for support for their children, but not for themselves, especially um, women often do this. They, they don't put themselves first. And so she had stayed in my mind and I, I went back to her. And the, the interesting part is that sometimes with certain personalities in the house, the dynamic is that when the woman is in a, a strong, secure role herself, everybody else in the house takes their lead from that. And so that most of the, the scenarios and the situations melt away, they begin and end with their sense of self and their sense of secureness and their knowing and their self-care. And so I put out a post about this. And, of course, I've used all the wrong language. I've used mother, woman, you know, I'm about to record a podcast and being open in the language. 
and I haven't got this correct because there's so much for me to consider when I put out and post on social media. You know, there's the spelling and the tone and the inclusion and mostly the anonymity because whenever I talk about things, I'm always talking about real people, their real experiences for me, their real associations back to real live situations. There's nothing theoretical in anything I talk about. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what I think or what anyone relates to. What matters is this particular person feels that it's really important for them to be a mother. But it's also equally important for me that they don't lose their identity as a person, which can really happen with this particular personality. And so, yes, we need to broaden the awareness, but we also need to be very aware of the individual's needs. And so there's a balancing act for me always in this. And I just didn't see any balance whatsoever or any sense of there being other life situations in the comments on that article. I think that's the biggest takeaway for me is you have to, you can't set up a two-tier society at any moment. Yes, if it's important for you to be a mother and to feel like a mother, great. But because somebody else doesn't have a mother figure, that doesn't make them any less.